0: Hi, everyone. Before we get started, Rachel wanted me to say that she's embarrassed by how much she says, like, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, we all do it, but whatever. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. See? Do
1: you listen to no such thing as a fish?
0: Um, I don't think so.
1: Well, they have a thing of being bean goes, that's not what it sounds like. And they have some beeping noises at the beginning of their podcast. Burp, 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 burp. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, four hundred and twelve.
0: Four hundred and
1: twelve. What has frustrated you in the recent past?
0: explain oh what has frustrated me in the recent past can you repeat the question sorry
1: that's exactly the question you just said it okay. what has frustrated you in the recent past uh, t- t- explain t-
0: t- explain mm, uh i think what's frustrated me is again just trying to like heal like with my hands I feel like it's just frustrating that they keep on opening up and they don't like it's just frustrating that it happens and then I feel like it gets in the way of my life like I want to Sometimes I feel like I need to stay home and sleep. But it's not that It's not that I'm tired per se, but maybe my hands are just telling me that I am tired and I do need to stay at home. I don't know, I don't quite know what the answer is, but I've resolved to stay at home. But then even when I'm like at home trying to heal I feel like like it's still stressing me out or I feel like oh I I said no to something to stay home so now when I'm home I'm gonna heal and I put like too much pressure on myself to like rest and then it's not it's not it doesn't actually end up being restful because it's just I'm putting so much pressure on myself to rest so yeah and then I feel like I get into these cycles where like I heal 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 I'm good for like a week okay my hands are better but then just like so quickly I'll just like have like I'll stress out about one thing and it'll be like five minutes it's just like this like this shadow that crosses my mind but then that's enough to like make me stress out mm-hmm. and then I like, pick at my hands again and then I end up not yeah and it's just like that's frustrating that it's like it took me so long to get to a good place and it's like oh so much damage was caused so quickly um yeah I uh when I think about that when that whenever that happens I always think back to a co-op job I had at the city of Chilliwack where it was with this, um, this guy was taking me out on a site visit and it was, um, it was like they were going to rip up the road to do some water mains. And then the contractor wasn't supposed to be allowed to rip up the road because it's this residential street. He like checked the day before and they hadn't ripped up the road. And then the next day they ended up ripping up the road because like it's faster for them to do work. But it isn't in the agreement. And then Eric, this guy, he's just like, oh, like, it's amazing how quickly, how much damage can be done. It's like, it's so hard to keep it good and secure. Uh, This is kind of a rambly story.
1: It's like the guy that I saw today. He spent seven months in recovery. Mm. Like, building his life, keeping it all together. And then, like... Had one really hard day and broke down and gave in. Yeah. And now he, like, lost everything he built in seven months.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And, like, just the fact that he's actually, like, decided to, like, stay sober the day after, even after he just lost everything, is, Mm. like, that's got to be, like, the biggest mountain. And yet he still needs to build his entire life back.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap.
1: It's, like, kind of the way life works.
0: Yeah. It's nuts.
1: My question, and you're talking about your hands, is, like, do you think you can talk about, like, I need to stay home so I can heal? Do you think that's, like, something you can do, for, like, you can heal yourself?
0: Um, is that something I can do to stay home myself?
1: Like, can you heal yourself?
0: N- not actively, but I, it's, like, it's about leaving space and, like, setting it up mm-hmm. so that I don't... Like, the way I can heal is saying no to things and, like, leaving space for the healing to happen.
1: Yeah. What if you never heal 100%?
0: That's really scary to me, but I think, I kind of think that, I sort of think that that's how it's going to be. Like, this is just who I am. Yeah.
1: What if life stays, like, the way that it is now?
0: Mm yeah, again, that's sort of scary, but sometimes I, I try to accept that. But it's just, it's just scary. <laughs> yeah, and heavy.
1: Um, why scary
0: I think sometimes in life I feel like there's a certain amount of like progression that you'd like to think about yeah. like, oh like when you're a teenager you deal with these issues and then you move on and you can think about different issues and then you know, when you're going to university. These are the issues you faced with. And then when you're, um, working, these are the issues. And then maybe you're starting a family. These are the things you're thinking about. And it's like, sometimes it's a little refreshing to be allowed to like, okay, learn, move to the next thing, learn to the move to the next thing, learn to the move to the next thing. And I know life's not like that. Like, mm. I think the same issues that you face probably are the same issues that you continue to face, but it's just, sometimes the word I use is like exhausting Mm -hmm. like it's just sometimes you want to find some space from these issues that like are like following you everywhere right um because sometimes you're like brave and you like put up a good fight and you're like ready to fight but it's hard to show up every single day all the time for that Mm mhm and just to know that, like, this is something that, like, I feel like will follow me for a long time.
2: Just kind of, uh, but <laughs> sucks.
1: Yeah. I have two things. Yeah. On that, I think one of the things I'm learning in this job is that like, I'm starting to, like, learn about addiction and recovery a lot more. Mm-hmm. And how, like, the general, like, process of recovery and, like, the sort of the part of the 12-step pro- program is like even when you're in recovery even when you've been sober for years you're still an addict mm-hmm. and like that you still think of yourself that way mm-hmm. and that like accepting that is actually really important to being able to recover because mm-hmm. um, as soon as you start thinking like oh this isn't something that I like a demon that I have and it's cool hearing people's stories because it's they do say like it gets easier like, mm-hmm. it gets easier to resist the temptation. And, like, I've met people who, I guess, would still identify as addicts, but are, like, nothing like the way society pictures addicts. Right. Like, um, you know, like, that's not the drive of their life anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think, as far as I know, they would still, like, just, like, they would still say, yeah, like, I am an addict. I haven't, you know, I'm 15 years sober, but... Right. Like, I am. And it's cool... Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen anyone, like, identify with their weaknesses in such a way. Mm. And it's really powerful because they do it within a community of other addicts where it's like, this is not about shame.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's about, like, me claiming power over it. Oh. Me being like, yes, like, this is something I struggle with, and I'm always going to struggle with it. Mm-hmm. And that sucks, but I can't. It will control me if I try to ignore it. Mm. And I think, I think that makes sense. Like, as soon as you stop thinking you have to fight, you kind of start losing. Almost in a way. Like, as soon as you're like, I don't know, I think about, like, an alcoholic. Be like, oh, well, like, I'm not, oh, I have been so long sober. Like, oh, I can just, like, slip a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe some can. But um, I think in general it doesn't really work that way. And it's like, I don't know, it, it just is really inspiring. That just, like, the honesty of it seems to bring a lot of strength and like is really respectable mm. and I was also thinking about how I think for so like I also agree there's like this image that, like we move on to new things and mm. I think for a long time I like looked at my life like that like I was Look, I've moved past so many things But one thing I like about like being reflective is I all like look back at journals from when I was like all through like middle school and high school thinking like oh man I'm like so different like all these things that I've learned since I was you know 13 years old Mm. and then the journals I sound exactly the same I'm you know I'm like super overthinking and upset about like some minor like relational problem and I'm like obsessing about the same issues Mm. that I would now and it's like oh And I think another gift has been like living in community where I work through these issues Mm -hmm. because then I'm talking about them and I talk about like working through anxiety or I talk about like, I don't know, serial crushing on people. (laughs) And, and like having people that have been in my life for like, you know, like the last few years, like consistently and hearing Mm -hmm. me talk about these things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't even pretend that like these, like, it's just like, yes, I still obsess and have trouble with the same things. Right. And I still think I've grown and mm-hmm. I still think like I have, but like, I don't know. I just, it's interesting to see and also have people like coach me through my weaknesses and also encourage me in my strength. Mm. And I feel like, like we just are who we are and like we can grow and we can get better and we can manage things and we can like get freedom from certain things. Mm. But like, I don't know. I think it's all of our strengths will also sometimes be weaknesses. Like I was thinking today, like I was like stressing about something at work. Like I was like, the clothing room isn't organized. And Mm -hmm. my coworker was trying to convince me. He's like, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, but it is to me. And he's like, you can't sweat the small stuff.
2: Yeah. Like you
1: can't worry about the details. And I was like, but I'm a detail person. Like that's my strength. And kind of realizing like, I do overthink and obsess over little things, but also like I'm good at managing the little things. Mm. And, like, I can find better balance. And I I think one thing is I get faster at catching myself. Mm -hmm. And, like, I learn better strategies to, like, not worry about the things that don't need to be worried about. But I still do because that's, like, where my leaning is. Because it's, like, my strength. It's also, like, a weakness. I Mm -hmm. don't know.
0: But then your weakness is also your strength.
1: Yeah. And so it's, like, I'm never going to change. Like, I'm never going to stop obsessing over details and i wouldn't want to
2: right
1: because i think that would be like a loss Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and i think i can find i think like life i don't know i'm really big into acceptance i guess yeah and being like accepting our weaknesses and like owning them and being like yeah this is what i'm working on but this is also who i am and this is my life and like the good comes along with the bad
0: yeah So it is still scary, but I guess it's about managing that fear. And like, I think I'm really about, if your thing is really about acceptance, I think the thing I'm trying to really be about is like kindness Mm -hmm. and gentleness towards myself of like, okay, here's this big, scary thing you're battling sometimes it's a good day and you're gonna gain a little ground but then there are other days where it's gonna wash over you and like when you fall try not it doesn't reset you back to zero yeah yeah it's like a war of inches
1: yeah well it's like like thinking of life as like all of all of life and not Mm -hmm. just like mm, less of like a Like a line on a graph. Like, this is where you are right now. This is where you are right now. This is where you are right now. And more of, like, a cup of water. You know? And, like, sometimes things are added in and sometimes...
0: Things leak out.
1: Things leak out. But, like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of cumulative over life, I guess, maybe. Right. Like, the good and the bad. And it's not so much about, like... I don't know. Like... Or is this idea that like there's just still there's still water in the cup, mm. even when it's low.
0: Yeah, and but
1: it's it's not about necessarily like I don't know like where you are at or something. That's not a good metaphor. Uh, uh,
0: to try to push it a little further, it's like it's not as if the goal in life is to have a full cup. Yeah. It's like the le-
1: the like you're just still living.
0: Yeah. The water is gonna be wherever it is.
1: Maybe that's the point. Is it's like the line is ne- like it's like you are not defined by where you're at at this moment. Yeah. Because inevitably, where you're at is gonna change. Right. And like everybody's gonna have like highs and lows, yeah. and like you're no more defined by the lows really than you are like the highs. Like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we're at our best, we're like, well, this is. You know, this is what life is supposed to be. I finally found it. Like, this is the way things are supposed to be all the time. But actually, like, that's just a high. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I, there's... Oh, I wish I had... There's a story that we used to read on the mountain guiding trips that, like, life... It's basically about... We, re- we would usually read it when we summited and we're about to come back down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's about how, like, life is not meant to be lived on a mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Like, mountains offer you great perspective mm-hmm. because... From the valley, you can't see the mountaintop, but from the mountaintop, you can see the valley. But, and they're beautiful and they're glorious, but it's not actually meant to be lived there. Mm. They're supposed to, like, give you something to then go back down into the valley with. Mm. It's actually, like, not hospitable to live on a mountaintop. Right. It's not possible.
0: Yeah, and so individuals shouldn't be defined by their biggest achievements, nor should they necessarily be defined by, like, their biggest valleys.
1: Yeah, and I like I think that's again it's like about being kind to yourself because it's easier to see in other people. Right. Because like it's easy to have a friend and like be so excited when like things are going really well, mm. and yet not not hold them to that standard.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You not be like, man, like they're doing so well, they're having a great day, like or they're being really kind today, or I don't know, they just achieved something, like they graduated or they got a promotion or whatever it was, and like mm-hmm. celebrate that for your friend, but then also not be like, oh, I love you because of that promotion it's just like i'm just celebrating it because it's like good and it's exciting but then like i also find like i feel a lot of love for people in those moments but i also feel a lot of love for people when they're struggling
0: right i I don't know if this quite relates but i heard this snippet a teaser of an interview i didn't listen to the interview itself mm-hmm. uh, but uh basically the like 10 second sound bite. It was with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Do you know who Lin-Manuel Miranda is? I know. He wrote, he's like a playwright. He wrote Hamilton. Do you know what Hamilton is? So the interview was basically with Lin-Manuel Miranda, with Lin post-Hamilton. And it was like, Lin, you already know what your obituary is going to say. Like, you've already made the biggest achievement you're ever going to do what are you going to do next? Like, how do you live the rest of your life? Mm. Um, And it it was kind of, this wasn't exactly the question, but this was sort of like the absurdity of the situation Mm -hmm. of like, Lynn, nothing else matters at this point. You're done. Like, you don't need to do anything else. Um, But like, how do you like fill out the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Already knowing what they're gonna say when you die, um, uh, um, I mean, it was sort of a cheeky question, I guess, or like not a cheeky question. I think it was coming from a place of kindness. Yeah, but it's like I think both the interviewer and Lynn were sort of remarking on like. The absurdity of the situation Mm -hmm. and how like I don't know just how hard yeah like to not rest on your laurels to not live on top of mountains Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know I've I've been focusing a lot on gratitude recently like biking back and forth to work and like sometimes I don't know just I think just like wanting to enjoy the season of life Mm. I don't know why exactly I've been so focused on this but I think it's just like I guess because I'm in this season of, like, steadiness and, like, kind of doing a lot of the same thing every day. Like, having a steady job. And knowing that this was, like, what I wanted. Mm. And I think I don't want to, like... I guess I just don't want to be, like, oh, I have to go to work. Especially because I do really like my job. Yeah. And so, I, like, every day, I'm, like, well... I don't know. I want to be... I want to enjoy this day. Um, for what it is. And, like, I want to be... If not enjoy it... Enjoy it, not necessarily, like, be happy and excited about it, but just, like, uh, I guess as, like, a person who overthinks, I can so easily, I think, miss my experiences. Mm. And I think I've been, I noticed that about myself in the last couple seasons of my life when I was really stressed. Mm. And now I'm in a season where I actually have the opportunity to take space and I'm not, like, maxed out and burnt out at all times. Right. And so I think I, I just have this, like, desire to, like, appreciate where I'm at because I have the space to do it Mm. um and like I want to bring that into other seasons of my life too but I just like I don't know I feel like I I feel like I've had so many things happen to me in the last two years and no time to like appreciate them right that now I really want to
0: appreciate yeah Mm. tell me more about this like missing or do you use the word missing out like you're, like, not adequately absorbing your life or, like...
1: Yeah, well, I think, like, I think sometimes it's easy to just, like, do a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think sometimes even when I have a really busy day, I get to the end of the day and I'm, like, what even happened today? Or I get to mm-hmm. the end of the week and I'm, like, whoa, like, what? I can't believe this week is gone. And mm-hmm. part of that is because my job right now is, like, I do a bunch of different things, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right after the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Yeah, and they, and so at other on other times when life is really hard and you're like I don't know how I'm gonna make it to the end of this day I'm mm. so exhausted or I'm so mm. overwhelmed, you kind of wish the day away almost. You're like, just help me, God, just help me get to the end. Like help mm-hmm. me get through it. Yeah. Um, but then you you get to the end and you're like, well that was like, like I don't get to live that day again.
0: Right. It's almost like, even though it's painful, you should have like enjoyed the pain a little bit more but like the human default is just to rush through the pain.
1: I think the human default and also like our society is like very big on like numbing. Mm. That it's it's almost like it's like we'd rather feel nothing than feel the bad things but like right. Um there's a song. Maybe this is why I've been thinking about this so much. I cuz I listened to the song a bunch of times. Not even recently but it's called Living by Derek Bentley. It's a country song. But <laughs> Um, and it, it, the course or whatever is like some days you're just breathing and some days you're living. Mm. And I think the premise of the song, maybe that's actually where I got this idea from mm. is like, he's like some days you're like, you like, know, he talks about days when he just like appreciates like walking outside his door and seeing the sun or like mm. seeing his wife. Mm. Um, it's a good song. You should listen to the song.
0: We listen to the song. <laughs> I like how you preface every song you tell me about with... It's a country song
1: <laughs> It's like a yeah. You might not like it I love it
0: can Yeah we, Can you we can. listen to it? Sure, of course
1: Because I don't remember the lyrics
3: This morning I got up at 6.01 I walked out and saw the rising sun And I drank it in Like whiskey I saw a tree I've seen a thousand times A bird on a branch And I watched it fly away in the wind And it hit me It's a beautiful world Sometimes I don't see so clear Some days you're just breathing Just trying to break in Sometimes you're a hot span. I wonder if they'll see me if I like
0: underlay it on the bottom. <laughs> you're not making money. My two listeners won't rat on about <laughs> <Are that> us.
1: Free <laughs> Yeah. Some
3: days you're living. Mm hmm. Some days you're living. went back in and fired the coffee up. She walked in the kitchen like she always does to my t-shirt. And it killed me. And I kissed her like it was the first time. She laughed and looked at me like I lost my mind. I said, baby, I love you. Can't live without you. I know I don't say it enough. But some days you're just breathing. Just trying to break Sometimes your heart's pounding out of your chest Sometimes it's just beating Some days you just forget What all you've been given Some days you just get by Yeah, some days you're just alive but Some days you're living Like you never die Blue's a little bluer up in the sky yeah, you feel that fire you've been missing Some days you're living I think that's
0: the end of the words Okay It's a good song
1: I love it And what I extra love about it is that uh, There's that like self-kindness piece built into it It's just like some days Some days you just get by Mm. And it's just like that's just gonna be the reality Mm. Like no matter how good I get at gratitude
0: Right Yeah,
1: You know, there's going to be not good days. But then when I realized, like, oh, I just, like, you know, missed this day or didn't appreciate it or I just, like, got in my own way today Mm. and, like, was glum when I could have been grateful. Like, I'm like, well, but now I'm here. Mm. And, like, in this moment, you know, I'm thankful that I've, like, learned enough to realize that in this moment and to look Mm. back and be like, well, yeah, those were the good things today.
0: Yeah. No, I, um. I got what? what did you say there? I got in my own way today. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> um, I uh on my meditation app thing, uh, the one maybe it was this morning or yesterday. A recent one was like um it was it was talking about the difference between being and becoming. And a lot of people spend their life becoming. Mm-hmm. Like that's how they live the, the life that they live is a life of becoming someone. We were just reading that uh, Oliver Jeffers book, the one that you got me, and there's, yeah. like, those two kids of, like, oh, that's... Mm, uh, that's who I want to I mean, be. Th- th- this is who I am now. This is who I want to be. Well, and that's there's...
1: even the same idea of, like, I'm working on it. Like, I want to heal. I want to get better. Yeah, I want to, yeah, like, yeah,
0: fill yeah, the yeah. cup. For sure, for sure. Um, and, I mean, uh, like... the the end of this little blurb was, oh, you know, like, what if you could make that switch or, like, step out of that becoming loop and just, like, be part of the being um, instead of... Mm -hmm. I don't know how much I take away from that. Like, it's it's one of these, like, zen brain puzzles that you're like, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: I like that, though. Like, it's like, what if, like, I was more like, what if, not that you can't still work on things, but like, what if like you are someone who likes to work on some things, but that's actually just who you are mm-hmm. and that's who you are already. Right. And what if you were like already alive and not like waiting until you reached a certain line and then you could be like alive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like, what if you're like, well, this is like my life right here. Yeah. And I don't know. I like that. I think, I think that's also like a grace we have to give to other people too. Sometimes we're good at it. I feel like sometimes, though, when we see people, again, I'm thinking about my job mm. and, like, working with people that are, like, homeless or in addiction and they're, like, oh, you know, we're kind of like, okay, what's the plan? How can we, like, get things better? And, like, some, just, to some extent, like, that is it, obviously that's important. Like, mm. especially when that's what people want. Um, but, like, I think one of the things you realize is it's, like, not a fast process. Like, figuring stuff out when people have lost everything, it takes time to find housing. It takes time to find work. It takes time to like get your IDs back. It takes Mm. time to like overcome addiction. Like our addiction recovery program is like six months in the first stage, which is like, you're really restricted as to when you can even like leave the building. Mm. You can't work. You can't have a car. That's, and that's like a full six months. Mm. And then there's like another year and a half in like second stage where you can like, you can do, you have a bit more personal freedom, but you still live there and participate in the program. Mm. Um, And it's, like, these things all take time. Like, one thing I've realized is how, like, when I meet someone that I really click with, like, or that I, like, I don't know. I just, like, I'm drawn to and, like, I really care about. I love them, like, immediately. I've realized it's not that I love them because they're, like, all of a sudden they're on the right path and it's, like, straight and up. Like, I'm just, like, well, I just love them. And then they, like, relapse and then they, like, have a problem and then they come back. And then they Mm. go into recovery, and then they relapse again. But I think sometimes it's like, oh, well, is there something wrong with them if they're not, like, going in the right direction? If they're actually, like, going in a really bad direction? And, like, well, no, they're no less of a person. Right. Once they've, like, you know, kind of fallen off the ledge. Right. They're like, that's who they are, and they're still... That's just... That's them. I don't know. I think sometimes with our friends... We're, like, accept them in all scenarios better, but then also some things with people that are, like, really struggling. I think, in general, we
0: have trouble. Right. Mm, yeah. It's, like... And with ourselves. Yeah, for sure. It, 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 it's, like, with people, it's... I think we maybe even talked about this on a previous our previous episode that we recorded, but it's, like, this, like, simplification of labels and how... We like it because there's an efficiency to it. Mm. But then you just like, oh, meet this person. Okay, let's glob on like six words that like we can Mm -hmm. we can free associate with them. Okay, great. Now that's fixed. Now let's move on. Right. But it's like, no, like those words that we assigned, like they're evolving. And it was just like maybe that was just one of their peaks or maybe that was just one of their valleys. Mm -hmm. But that's not the whole story of what the person Mm -hmm. is and just like the nature of telling stories overemphasizes, you know, the peaks and the valleys of it. Yeah. And it's just hard to tell compelling stories without,
1: Mm.
2: without those like,
0: yeah, simplifications or like dramatizations of Mm -hmm. those elements. And like, I think something that I try to work on is like, being a good storyteller and maybe what that meant to me in the past was like okay finding these elements to highlight and just like telling that part of the story but like it's a it is still just a story and it's not actually who that person is um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I think I maybe that's one of the things that's made me realize is actually telling stories like I meet someone who's looking for recovery. Like, I I just, like, I see so much good in them as a human, Mm -hmm. as they're, like, talking and just, like, their gentleness and, like, their desire to heal. Like, I see all these good things, but then I, you know, I, like, go and talk to someone. Like, okay, I was talking to this guy, and I, like, say their situation. Like, this is their drug of choice. This is, like, when they were clean. This is where they... The program they've been in. This is, like, their mental health diagnosis. And, like, there's... I, like, in my mind... (laughs) <laughs> after sitting and talking with this person for half an hour, just a half an hour, like those labels do not paint a full picture. Like it just Ooh. doesn't like that image of like, I don't know, like addict, homeless, mental health, whatever. Like it's just like, well, that's like whatever I would picture in my brain for that is like, not what this person is. And it's just like so wrong. Right. Yeah. So I think maybe that's what's made me like, start realizing it, it's just, like, realizing how poor a job the labels are doing of describing the people that I know. Because right. I, and I often, so often, know, like, they're a really good person, and that's, like, all, that's, like, the most mm. true thing I can say. And
0: I'm, like, mm.
1: like, I really like them. They're really good. And, like, I'll even say that, like, about my friends. Like. Right. I really, like, they're the best. Like
0: uh, they're the best.
1: <laughs> They're just like really good guy, really good person.
0: Oh, mm.
2: and, like that's
1: like that, sometimes that's like the most accurate thing. It's <laughs> 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 like literally the most indescriptive.
0: Right. Ooh. Okay. Yeah.
1: The,
0: the idea of like this is the most true thing that I can say, and it's also the least descriptive. Like yeah so i was thinking back to like earlier i was telling you about this party that i went to last week Mm -hmm. about um you know it was kind of like a loud house party i didn't really uh as loud house parties go you know you kind of like drift in between like three or four people and Mm -hmm. you don't really um or, or it's hard to find like Distinct individuals in this like crowd of people, mm-hmm. um, and then the person who I ended up telling you about was this like Jewish guy from LA who his favorite artist was this like Finnish neo-Nazi criminal, um, and he's like, yeah, it's weird that my favorite artist is a neo-Nazi as a Jewish person, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that is interesting. And I think for whatever reason, like that was the story that I chose to tell about him, but I think like taking a step back it was like i I, like i think i connect okay so hmm. i'm not quite sure where i'm going with the story Mm -hmm. but uh take this walk with me um but i feel like we were maybe in similar places at that party where we were kind of on the edges we weren't in this inner circle of like friends who knew each other for years like i think he was a significant other of someone who was like peripherally associated with it And I sort of felt the same way, Um, but also, and I I say this not to, like, cast shade on the people at the party, but he was, like, the only one, like, wanting to engage with me, Mm -hmm. and I often feel that, where there's, like, kind of this, like, cool kid crew within a party who's, like oh, I'm trying to meet this person, but they're just kind of like nodding and they're not really yes ending the conversation. Yes. They're just kind of like, their eyes are drifting to like where their quote-unquote real friends are and they yeah. just want to go catch up with them. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you're not here to meet new people per se, which is, you know, fine. You, you're part of this community that you've been in for yeah. years and like, you know, they don't know me. I'm going to come in and out uh, of this party once. They're never going to see me again, but they are for sure going to see their friends again. Totally get it. Reasonable, um, but then, so I'm here to connect with this other kind of outsider. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So I have a thought. Go.
1: <laughs> I think I don't know. I, I'm I'm very much in this headspace right now of just like appreciating life, and like I forget how it's connected. There was a a branch. <sighs> i don't i think like i guess i liked like your acceptance of like yeah like they just this isn't they're not here to talk to me is part of i think that acceptance of just Mm. like yeah like that's not this like big climactic personal attack even though it still hurts a little bit even if you totally accept it it's (laughs) still like like obviously i still want people to want to talk to me but but also just this like i don't know just like looking at like whoever it is you get to talk to even if they're like weird even if you don't get anything from them (laughs) it's it's, like interesting to just be like oh well like this is the experience right i don't know and i i just think about like the idea of like accepting who you're talking to Mm. i don't know i had a branch and i lost
0: it branch is lost branch is gone okay that's fine um as you were talking i was sort of thinking i frankly i don't know why i brought up this story about this house party that i went to but what I did want to make a comment on was that, like, in the same way that we have a difficult time telling the stories of other people, we also have a difficult time telling our own stories, mm. right? So, mm. the like, the story that I'm telling about myself, I am focusing maybe too much on my valleys that were from five years ago that I'm still hanging on to. Or maybe I'm resting too much on this mountain that I climbed. Yes. Like, one year ago and it's like really jason you climbed that mountain a year ago like let's move on right um so it's hard as your story evolves that you have to like keep up with your own story and it's almost that's the process that's the churn that you need to keep on refreshing your own Mm -hmm. story and you can't like like it takes work to stay current with your own story
1: Mm -hmm. did i ever tell you about the like lesson i
0: taught on loving yourself um you mentioned it briefly but you should uh repeat it for
1: okay, i on. loved it <laughs> i loved planning it i loved that i got to teach on whatever i wanted and i got to teach on that yeah. um i think it's so important and i'm not good at it but i want everyone else to be good too okay <laughs> but we did this one exercise that i got from book the book scary Close by Tom miller
0: Shout out.
1: Shout out. The best book ever. This is why I like podcasting, because you feel like you get to promote your favorite things. <laughs> um, like I would not probably, no, I would have still said the author if I was just talking to you, because I also want you to read mm. um, <laughs> But he talks about it as like an exercise he went through with a therapist. Um, we could even do it. I, I've actually done it probably like three or four times by myself, just because it's good you start by drawing a circle on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and you write self in the circle Self. and you say like everybody is born like a happy healthy little baby self um but then somewhere along the line you draw another circle around concentric circle another circle a bigger circle somewhere along the line like the world sends you the message that like you're not good enough like at some point you experience you know criticism or rejection or mm. whatever everybody does And then, like, shame starts to enter the picture. Um, You start to think, like, you don't measure up and all that stuff. Um, But then also, as shame starts to enter the picture, at some point you also sort of start to, like, wear a mask to try and, like, pretend you live up or to defend yourself against, like, the shame and the rejection. So you draw a third circle around the shame circle, and that's called your, I don't know, it's your mask or it's your ideal self. There's, like, I forget what word he used in the book, but I think I used to call it the ideal self it's almost like you have an ideal self which is this like mask that you wear and you have like a false self um which is kind of what shame tells you you are and so we I would get them to draw those three circles and then I'd start asking them questions about the ideal self like who do you wish you were how do you want people to see you and you start to fill in that circle like I want people to think I'm like smart I want people to think I'm interesting I want people to think I'm attractive I want people to think I'm I don't know, better than everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You fill in, like, what do I want people to think I am? Um, or, like, what? how do I try and, like, you know, happy? I want mm. people to think I'm happy. I want people to think I have everything under control. Mm. Um, and then you start to think, like, okay, so, like, why are you acting that? Like, what are you trying to cover up? Um, like, what is the things that you're ashamed of? And, like, start writing in, like, the messages that, like, maybe you, like, sub- subconsciously, like, tell yourself. Like, I'm, um, like, failing or I'm, like, gross or I'm... um. Whatever. All those things. Like, I'm not going to be good enough. Um, Like, nobody will accept you. Those, like, shame messages. And those are, like, generally, like, those two circles, at least for me, are, like, relatively easy to fill in. Mm. Um, Like, I can, like, you know, think of things to put in. And then in the middle circle, like so, like then like just start thinking about like who are you like underneath all of that, who you're like trying to be, and who you're like telling yourself you are. And to some extent, those can almost be equated to like your mountaintops and your valleys, mm-hmm. almost exaggerated. Like there's a little bit more of like falsehood in both of them,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but like it can kind of be seen as the same thing. Is like sometimes we identify ourselves with our like mountaintops, mm-hmm. um, so it's not necessarily like something we're pretending like it's something we actually did but it would be pretending to to say that that was what we were all the time right um and then like sometimes we identify ourselves with like our worst moments and i think generally the voice of shame is even like it says we're worse than our worst moments but Mm -hmm. that's kind of like to say that we are our worst moments also isn't true Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there's other moments too and then it's like but who are we like underneath those like you know not where is the line on the graph but like what is the line made out of or like not how much water is there in the glass but like what is the water in the glass made Mm. of um and like what's the glass made out of even like right it's like i don't know like
0: it's like okay like i myself am so focused so much on oh, I want the glass to be three quarters full or a quarter full, or I'm so, like, concerned about the level, but then I talk to you, my friend, and you're like, Jason, I have no interest at what level it is. I want to know if the water is milk or juice, <laughs> right? You want to get to... You want to understand what the liquid is, mm-hmm. where I'm more... What I've been so distracted by is, like, oh, the the level has been here. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I think some because uh, well I think we do that because we've like blown past what the liquid is. Like I've taken for granted that it's not actually water, it's just milk. But but,
1: but it's almost like we assume that we know what it is because right. we're like, well I am it. Like I it's, it's right, me. Right, right. I know who I am. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But we
1: don't actually take yeah. That's one of the things Donald Mildo discovers. He's like I didn't even realize I was looking at myself certain ways. Mm, like I he was like it. at what there's another exercise he does where he's like I realize that like almost like what my outer self is, like the person I'm sending into the world is this like scared little kid. Right. And I'm like, he's like, I didn't even know, like I hadn't dealt with that scared little kid or like let him grow up. Right. Because I hadn't like faced it. Right. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Something you said in there that was like, okay, we had this mountaintop, but we were pretending that our life, like to say maybe our coworkers... You know, your coworkers ask, like, oh, like, do you have any vacation coming up? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to do this big, long hike over mm-hmm. the summer. And then you only chat with this coworker, like, once every two months. And then they ask you, like, oh, like, do you have any vacations coming up? And I'm like, no, I haven't had any. Uh, I don't have anything planned in the future. But my last big one was this, like, hike in Jasper in July. But then they keep on asking and so you keep on having to bring up this July thing and then now all of a sudden your entire relationship is just based on this one literal mountain that I climbed um in July and it's like because I'm not that close with this co-worker there's this there's this pretending that I continue to have to do because they don't they're not really I guess like Maybe I'm not putting in the effort to say like, "Hey, you know, that was a mountain a few months ago. I'm going through some shit right now. That's a bit of a valley. Da 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 da. Things have changed, you know." But it, like, that's a big emotional conversation, and we're just in the elevator, and yeah. it's like, I'm not here to talk to you about that. But then, like, that's kind of a isolated example. But I think it sometimes not even just for your coworker, but like say a friend and a friend's like, Oh, like we haven't caught up in months. Like let's hang out. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like how do I summarize the last six months since the last time we properly had a four hour Mm -hmm. hangout? How can I, how how can I adequately tell that story to you? Mm -hmm. And you know, as you're telling the story, you talk about a few of the mountaintops, you talk about a few of the valleys, but it's like, you know, like, that's not even quite who I am right now. That's mm-hmm. just a few of the things that I've done.
1: Yeah. And then sometimes you even try and talk about how you've been feeling and what you're feeling, and that never feels a- adequate. Right. <laughs> you're always like, well, I'm just kind of down. And it's like, I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're just a really nice person. And it's like, oh, what an inadequate way to explain who, who you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um...
1: And I think it brings me back to the acceptance. Like, I think sometimes you're going to have those conversations. And I think another thing that my job is teach. I really love my job right now, and I could just talk about that and only that all Please also do. Time. Um, is that, like, to value, like, almost value small talk, which I- it has kind of also made me not value small talk when I, like, leave work, mm. and I'm, like, talking to other people, and they're just, like, talking about, um, like, TV shows and stuff, and I'm like, um, the opioid crisis. <laughs> like it's just like all of these like terrible social issues and I'm like I can't talk about TV shows Mm. right now or I can't I can't only talk about TV shows like it's just like do you where like are you alive do you live in this world (laughs) do you see what's going on you can
0: only watch Miracle on 34th Street so many times
2: (laughs) I
1: also probably talked to someone about It's a Wonderful Life for like 15 minutes because I was trying to convince them to watch it but so, like, definitely hypocritical, but I get like when I'm like angry or upset about something at work, I have trouble with like
0: right. stuff. But,
1: um, I like sometimes like you see someone and you can like see they're struggling. That's another thing I like about work is that like people's issues are on the outside mm-hmm. and it's really refreshing. Because, mm-hmm. like, everybody's got issues, mm-hmm. everybody's got like addictions in some way to something. Right. They everybody has things in their life that they keep doing, even though they have negative consequences. Like I don't, there's nobody that exists that doesn't make bad decisions
2: Mm.
1: in like a routine way. I'm a hundred percent sure of that. So, but in the downtown East side, they're on the, like a lot of the time they're on the outside. Mm
2: -hmm. Even
1: people who are like trying to hide them. It's like pretty obvious. Right. And that is so refreshing. Yeah. It's so good. And so like sometimes you have like, of almost zero interaction. Like you say hi and someone doesn't even make eye contact with you and says hi back. Mm. Or sometimes you have the same conversation with someone every single day. Like there's this one regular that comes in and pretty much every day I say, Hey James, how are you? And he goes, I'm okay, how are you? And I say, I'm good, it's nice to see you. And he goes, It's nice to see you too. And I say, Enjoy your lunch. And he says, Thanks, have a good day. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like it's almost exactly the same every day, but we do it every day. And like something about the perspective of, like, me being in a place to, like, try and serve and love him, but also just appreciating, like, his love for me and, like, knowing, like, I don't really know his story and I, like, he's not, I think he's, like, actually, like, a very stable person. Like, I think mm. he's doing really well, but, um, I don't know, just, like, it's just, like, I, like, come to appreciate that, like...
0: Consistency.
1: Yeah, well, and just, like, that is... No, like, we didn't have a deep conversation. No, I did not learn anything about him or the universe. Except for mm. actually yesterday. He dropped, like, a big piece of wisdom on me.
2: Which was really cool.
1: But ah. um, But, like, generally, it's not like we have a deep conversation. But it's, like, both of us in that, like, moment where I had, like, a few seconds in the middle of my job. And, like, you know, he didn't have anything exciting to tell me. But we just, like, tried to interact with each other as a way of showing that we cared. Mm. And, like... I don't know, I'm really on this theme of, like, appreciation. Right. And it's, like, I think so, so also with those, like, conversations with friends where you, like, can't quite explain it accurately, or you're, like, "Well, that was, like, a little bit of an over-exaggeration, or, like, that wasn't accurate, or I don't feel like, I don't know, I got it all across. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, well, you're never going to be able to. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. It's, like, oh, but, like, you had that time of, like, sharing. Right. Um... You didn't just mm. stand in the elevator in silence because that would have been easier. Mm. Like, yeah, it was the same question he asked last time, but he still reached out and, like, tried to connect. Yeah. And I think that's got to be, like, a plus as far as the universe is concerned.
0: Mm. Okay. Thank you for sharing that.
1: I haven't... Um, this is a... Can I do something from the Bible? Please. Okay. So I've been thinking about this, and I was thinking about it because I think I'm on this, like... I want to be accepting and appreciating and being grateful for things. But I think for me, like the biggest enemy against that is like anxiety. Mm. And instead of like being present and appreciating, I'm like, Oh, like I didn't, I haven't done this yet. I haven't done this yet. I like need to get all these things done. And then I don't sit back and appreciate anything. Cause I'm like looking at my watch or I'm looking at my list. And I'm just like, I haven't done it. I haven't done it. I haven't done it. Um, and there's this passage that I love. Basically, it just says like, you can't fix, like just, Don't worry is literally what it's titled. Do not worry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is like big speech sermon on the Mount. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Mm. Matthew 6.
0: Thanks, Matthew.
1: Thanks, Matthew. (laughs) Thanks, Jesus. Thanks, Matthew, for writing it down.
0: (laughs) Yeah, wow.
1: uh, And this is like, I don't know, the like, what are we are we wasting our life just like striving after when we can't, you know, we can just do step by step. Like you can, Mm -hmm. you can make a decision in this moment, but you can't decide what next year is going to be like. Like you can decide what you're going to do now. You know, what you're going to do today. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes you'll look back and be like, well, I made bad decisions yesterday, (laughs) (laughs) but I can't change that. I can just change today. And I feel like that's like such a theme Mm. through like, I don't know, books and, you know, wisdom writing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. religion and quotes and songs. And it's just like...
0: To circle back to the first question, question 395, whatever, whatever it was, what's something that's frustrated you? Um, yeah, I think, it, and your follow-up question to me was like, or so... I, I talked about the frustration of my hands and um, I talked about how that scared me and you asked me what's scary about it. What's, what's scary about that? I'm like, oh, I'm scary that this will happen forever and always for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so, I mean, what you just shared there is don't worry about tomorrow because you have enough worries today. Mm. Um, and like, don't, if that's all you're afraid of, jason like is if what you're afraid of is the future like that anxiety there is so much space there to live in fear Mm -hmm. but if you just like shrink it down to like this instant moment of Mm -hmm. like it just i think is a better way to ground My fear or ground my anxiety or just like put it into perspective. Because I think if I let my anxiety run unchecked into the future, it can like balloon as big and as huge and as massive as it can go.
1: I'm gonna be scared of everything in the future.
0: Uh, Of course, yes.
1: Anything could happen.
0: Anything could happen. Mm -hmm. But just being now, like, okay, well, what is happening right now? And it's like, uh, yeah, I guess it's just less. Maybe it's just a good way to put it into perspective, mm-hmm. I think is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. I was like, why worry over something you have, like, no control over? You know? Like, you can control the future in the future. You yeah. can't right now. can't right now. And it's, like that, and it's also, like, like, that question's like, oh, if you were going to, like, die tomorrow, what would you do today? Mm. Definitely not worry about tomorrow. Right. Or, I mean, definitely not worry for about two days from now.
0: Right. Yeah. Or live as if you die tomorrow. Whatever that yeah. goes. I mean, a certain part of who I am is, like, it is in my nature to worry about tomorrow. Mm. Mhm.
1: Me too.
0: And, yeah, I mean, it is okay. Maybe what I'm trying to say is, like, it's okay to worry about tomorrow because that's who you are. But don't worry about who you are because that's who you are.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think that that's what I f- fear sometimes is I'm afraid of who I am. You know, comma being someone who like picks at his hands or being someone who is like uh like doesn't it doesn't know how to balance life or being someone who's like, you know, da 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 da. But like that's where the learning is is don't be afraid of who you are.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I think that's also why sometimes it's way more encouraging. I have the weirdest memory right now. I remember when I first started dating Peter mm. and I was like, I don't know how to do relationships. I don't know what I'm doing. And he said, nobody does. Mm. Nobody knows what they're doing. And I was like, I just thought about how like that is such a more encouraging thing to hear for someone to, when, you, when you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. For someone to be like, nobody does. than mm. to be like, oh, you'll figure it out. Right. That it's actually just like, like, it's okay to not have everything figured out. Like, to be who you are is okay. Mm. Not, oh, you'll get better. Mm. But even if you don't get better, like, who you are right now is okay. Which is almost like a precursor for anything to change. Because I think if we don't feel safe in who we are, it's hard to change anything in our life. Because we're just, because mm. a lot of our bad habits come out of, like, this anxiety and fear of not being accepted. Mm-hmm. And, like, being alone and not having enough support. I don't know exactly. that. I feel like that's how it gets worded in my head. I think it probably gets worded differently for different people. But, mm. like, it's also something I've been thinking about. From, I've read, read a book on addictions, which I want to give to you because good. <laughs> You would really, You would really like this book. I meant to bring... There's, like, one chapter of it specifically that I wanted you to read,
0: but I forgot it. That's okay. Next time. Uh, yeah. I mean, so that circle of... Going back to this three concentric circles. If you're afraid of who you are, then you won't share it with people. Mm -hmm. So getting over that fear and being like, oh, this is who I am. I haven't figured out who I am yet, but it is who I am. Like, let me share. Right. And part of that
1: is that I don't know who it
0: is. Right. And like, but just owning up to that and sharing that is like a much faster way to actually figuring out who you are like um
1: and to like connect with people
0: yeah totally um i think i often say that like the most important part of university is not actually learning content it's just learning how to learn Mm. and for me what i figured out how i learn is just like try so i'll like skim the textbook and be like ah, here are some concepts, here are some words that I've heard, but I don't actually understand them yet. And then I just go to Curtis and be like, hi, Curtis, I don't know anything, please teach me this. <laughs> but like, that is such a, I think I'm quite a fast, efficient learner for that reason. is like, okay, I, I quickly scan and I identify these elements that I don't know and just like own up to that right away and be like, I don't understand any of this, please teach me. And then like, don't be afraid to like, Ask questions from there yeah just, just be like oh I don't understand yeah oh I don't understand oh I don't understand
1: yeah yeah like we think fakeness will like protect us mmm but it's like that C.S. Lewis quote about the heart like you can put up walls around it but then you'll just end up a cold empty heart right whereas like you won't grow if you hide
0: yeah Like, this Oliver Jeffers book. Like, if you don't know... If you're lost on Earth, just Just ask ask someone. You're never alone. You're never alone.
1: You're never... That's so beautiful. I think that's just a beautiful thing. People being themselves. Even doing it badly. I think it's beautiful.
0: Mmm. Yeah. It's like watching that one person dancing. Who's, like, not a good, like... Technically, they're not a great dancer, mm-hmm. but, like, they're just so dancing.
1: But even watching somebody... I'm even thinking, like, someone on the side of the room not wanting to dance because they feel insecure. That person. There's just, like, I'm like, that's just people being people.
2: There's just people being people.
1: And it's... I don't know... And I think, like, I, I, so one of my things, I was trying to learn to appreciate this, and I'm listening to this song, Living, mm. as I'm biking in a, in a couple months ago in the, like, sun, these beautiful days going to work, and I'm, like, in a t-shirt, even though it's, like, November, because it's so sunny, <coughs> so nice, but I'm, like, it's gonna start raining, and all these beautiful leaves are gonna come down, and it's gonna be gray all the time. Mm. I'm, like, how am I gonna learn to be this happy when it's gross? And so I've been, like, trying to do that, and be, like, well... It's raining. Um, but that's kind of cool. Like rain's kind of cool. I don't know. Same thing. It's like it's not what we were hoping for, but it's like, but it is. It's what we got. And It's kind of cool.
0: Oh yeah, that's so nice.
1: <laughs> There's another song that called "Let It Rain." Okay. It's called. Um, it's, it's how's it go? It goes like "Let It Rain," "Let It Pour." lord i need you more and more and like the same god who sends the sunshine sends the rain it's like they're both good Mm. life's great
0: life's great it's beautiful it's beautiful wow thanks ray
1: thanks jay
0: so nice
1: so nice